0: GM droids, my name's the captain and this is Moonbrain, your regular dose of droid dow goodness. I've got a hell of an episode for you guys. It's been brewing for a little while and, you know, it took some international time zone coordination. It is the first and what I hope will become a regular series from inside the Kraken Chat. You know that place where us paws don't get to go, where they pull the puppet strings to control the markets? Yes, that place. Well, in this episode, we get to go in and you know we pull some strings of our own now this is a small selection of the most entertaining slash most available krakens there are others i want to get on to, you know in actual fact i would like some stage to get all droid holders with something to say on the show from krakens to minnows you know it really doesn't matter the fact is even if you hold one droid you're obviously endowed with a glorious brain and i'm sure have something to add to our collective knowledge so yes in time, I want to talk to all of you beautiful people, but for now, this is Kraken and Chat, and I will say that, in all honesty, I kind of went into this episode simultaneously under and overdone. Uh, overdone in that I was legally in uh, no fit state to operate heavy machinery, and subsequently was a little underdone in my prep, and may have let my professional standards slip somewhat, and maybe forgot to do the usual hosting duties you know just the basics like introducing people and facilitating conversation you know and so to help you understand who's actually doing the talking uh i thought i'd give you this little cheat sheet at the beginning so um trainer he's the smart sounding one with the british accent um interstellar is the one that isn't a dude so that leaves the aussies uh we've got fountain we've got dgn8 we've got nico uh i don't know good luck figuring that out they're all various shades of uh, cultured Australian gentlemen, and look if you know them from discord they've all got a very similar vibe on the show now all of these Krakens including the Aussies are super smart and super generous with their knowledge so I hope you get something out of this and uh, also that my lack of professional standards has not ruined it for you Uh, please enjoy this is it Droids. it's the episode that's been cooking away in the background like a like a dirty pot roast it's the Kraken chat episode uh, we've got trainer, we've got DJ 8 we've got Fountain, we've got Nico. We may even have Interstellar joining us, guys. What is uh, what has been happening?
1: Not much, mate.
0: Um, any of any of you guys been making um, some sweet bank on this uh, BTC move, or, or um, making any burger money on these latest uh, latest mints this
2: week? I Had a bit of a play on um, on Jewel Wales. Uh, I flipped that, um, but I left I left bottles alone. We know why. Um, was that what? Was that was that because Rudy was uh was was pumping it? You knew it wasn't going to move. Yeah, but as soon as he sold it, it pumped. Oh, so. <laughs> <laughs> Rudy!
3: He's just like his luck on picking projects is just
0: already <laughs> unbelievable. And and any of you? Did any of you guys? Um, anyone make the bridge with a
3: with a Ute? Have you, you guys done that? Been through that process? Yeah, I went through that process. It was pretty um. Pretty easy. Um, the hardest bit was um was hooking up Phantom to um, uh, get the the ledger device on Ethereum and Polygon. But there, yeah, the the uh, actual bridge itself was was really smooth. And I think um, you know, you got to admire what Frank's done. He's seen, I think, what was it sixty six percent of the um, of the Utes transition to Polygon within twenty four hours. So, you know, he, he used a, a few incentives like a raffle for one BTC ordinal, and he also used a punishment. In the form of the paper hand bridge tax. So, if you don't bridge and you try and sell on uh, on, on a marketplace on Solana, you're going to get hit with a 33.3% tax. So, yeah, you know, it's been an interesting strategy. I think it's worked for him? Do you think they're going to go good on Polygon? <laughs> yeah, I've seen a lot of tweets from people that have saying they've been waiting to buy them and and but waiting till they get to Polygon first. So I think there's actually quite a bit of money. I mean, look, if you look at the TVL on Polygon, it's huge, but it's mainly in DeFi. Um, so there's, there's quite a bit of money tied up in Polygon. So, you know, if a percentage of that comes across into NFTs, you're getting quite a lot of projects now on migrating or, or minting on Polygon. So it, it seems to be pretty successful so far, really driven, really driven by utes, but um, we'll see how it goes.
4: Do you guys think yeah. that's gonna start slowing down now that Polygon or have less money to incentivize teams to move?
3: It may well do, but I think the initial strategy is to is to fund it from the start, get a couple of big projects over. So I know I know um Carlos is minting gambles on Polygon, so you only really have to start the ball rolling and then maybe it becomes self fulfilling. You don't need to give financial yeah. incentives. I mean, Frank. Frank said he he, the, the money that he got wasn't actually the biggest um, bribe. Let's call it. He actually got a higher amount offered on other chains, but he went with Polygon. So, it must be a bit of a factor, but not the whole factor.
4: I hear that. Mm, sorry.
1: You go, trainer.
0: Oh, sorry. That that might, that, no, that noise might have me. Made just been me i am um, spilt um some pie on my shirt on the way home and i was scratching the the um the pie stain off my shirt carry on, please as you were
4: <laughs> i heard the
1: pies yeah, are yeah i good think do you guys
4: one. know which are the chains
0: yeah sorry trainer we we're, we're talking about we're talking about pies now sorry uh Nika, yeah thank you mate yeah, yeah, the pies the, the pies are um the pies are not bad
1: i i went on a footy trip to New Zealand, right? And everyone was telling me, "You need to get a pie in New Zealand. It's so much better." So every town I went to, I stopped at the bakery. And I tell you what, they're bloody same. They're all full of shit. They're not any better.
2: <laughs> I'll
0: tell you what the, the service station pies have really up their game, eh? It's um, there's some, there's some good stuff going down if you're an enthusiast. Some <laughs> okay, real
4: alpha there. Where to get the best pies? <laughs>
0: It's getting a little bit. Ne- it's getting a little bit niche for an international, NFT um, podcast. New
2: Zealand pies, but um. So sorry, carry on, guys. So my question is, and trainer and DJ, and you probably know um more about this. Is is why did Frank actually leave Seoul in the first place? Is it was it just a, res- a response to the FDX, um sort of meltdown, and he's tipping that Seoul was sort of going to fade away. Was that sort of the the drive behind the move?
3: I think some people have assumed that and that's why they've been so salty at him. Um, I think his argument, which I think makes sense, is that he had the two biggest projects on Solana by Mm. quite a margin. Um, And, you know, he tried really hard to get ETH money onto Solana for the benefit of the ecosystem. I don't know how successful that was. So for him... Mm. To make the move, certainly to ETH for d made a huge amount of sense because of the sort of unlimited potential. You know, the amount of capital and money on ETH is just incomparable to, to Solana. Polygon was a bit more of a surprise, but um, I think it's interesting. I think it makes sense. You've got Polygon just moving to uh, ZK rollups now. It should get faster, cheaper. Maybe it compares with Solana. I think he did it for a number of reasons, but you know, regardless, it's still the same community. We're just on a different chain.
4: Yeah, yeah. For I sure. think he's been pretty clear. He wants he wants DGods to be the biggest. He expects it to be 100k uh, per NFT, and there was no way to achieve that on Solana. There just wasn't the money to do it. So, ETH is the only way forward. The poor man's ETH. chain. <laughs>
2: Do you think that volume stays on Soul because Utes and D-God make up the majority of the actual volume on NFTs for Soul? Do, does that sort of stick around now? You think?
3: Well, if you if you look at the trading in DGods in the last little while, there's been lots of people buying, so there's been lots of people selling. Those people that have sold. Have sold because they didn't want to bridge to ETH. So that soul is staying in the ecosystem, mm. and and those others probably have bridged across from Ethereum anyhow to get in early, because they yeah. probably expect uh, D-gods to be higher on ETH. So they're getting in early. So you've also got to remember that you know people minted these things when for three soul when when soul was two hundred bucks. Um, people minted five, ten, and and along the way of. Have sold them and put deposits on houses with them. I mean, that money's also left the ecosystem as well. So I don't think it's a huge negative. I think it's it is a little bit of a deficit in the short term, but I think as long as good projects keep coming up and um, you know people will keep gravitating towards. I mean, look at look at all these um, hype mints we've had in the last week that have all done reasonably well. So there's there's still money potentially coming in.
1: I agree. I think um, a lot of these guys are going to go over there and see how much of a pain in the ass ETH is, and gas fees, and and then they're going to take some awesome profits and bring it back to good projects in Seoul. Probably buy a satin ring.
0: Interstellar, are you? Um, are you? Are you in the chat now?
5: Uh, yeah, I am. <laughs> it was. I I wasn't right. very sure whether hey. my mic was turned on <laughs> yeah. because I'm quite. Um, I'm very new in this, first time I'm using this.
0: So, um, so, so far we have, um, we've covered um, the Ute bridging and D-God's and about to bridge and, um, and some of the best pies <laughs> you'll find anywhere on the planet. Um, and then I think we're about to start ragging on Nico and his, um, his satin ring down. Yeah, I'm
5: excited about that. And um, just uh, that Nick is keeping all of us in suspense.
0: <laughs> yeah. What do you, what do oh, you got, Nico? What's, ha- what's happening in there?
1: Well, we've learned that if you're too transparent with D-Gens, they don't like it, you know, with droids. So you've got to keep a bit of mystery, don't you?
2: You're pretty hush-hush on it, harsh, you know? Okay?
1: Pretty hush-hush. I'll, I'll, uh, look, it started when I noticed the, the nepotism towards moon brains within the droid team, really. Okay. The moon brains get everything handed to them on a silver platter. You can tell just by looking at Boy, most, is of that? The team, most of the team's PFPs and gifts that were made, you know. So, <laughs> like, I love a good underdog story, and uh, at the Saturn Ring DAO, we're going to provide value and support the Droid Eco. We're going to prove them wrong. We'll be number one.
2: Well, you're all about the, the Droid token, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, the main focus of the Saturn Ring DAO is... um raising the staking yield of Saturn Ring Droids and uh, burning as much of the Droid token while having a bit of fun on the way, you know, and then really just sticking it to the Moon Brains. <laughs> um, I've picked a few solid members of uh, Droid to take on some key roles. We've got D-Gen's our Saturn Manager and um, Fountain's going to be our Saturn Flutter. I got um, Miko, Goman, Joshi. There's a few others that um, I'll tell you more soon. But um, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: it's just, got quite a few on board then.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, look, it's if all happening
2: you're, in the background.
1: If you're looking for extra smart advice on VC investments, we're not your dare. But um, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're more like the D gens of Droid at the moment. We're just going to. Burn and build as much droid token as we can.
0: And what else guys? What's what are any uh any, any good mints coming up that we should be looking out for? Any uh you guys got any good whitelists?
4: I blew everything that I had on orbitals, so I'm kinda of, <laughs> so that that was my uh uh aping in big time and now I've got nothing for anything else. <laughs> just just pure crypto players rather than NFTs until uh until the guys start returning some uh some yield.
0: Like, what do you think? Do you think the next top project will be will be one of these um, existing blue chips that's kind of going to find its feet again, or do you think it'll be a a new project that hasn't minted yet?
3: I really hope it's a new project, but it's a big ask in this environment. Uh, I think it was a lot easier a, a year ago to mint a project and have it become a blue chip and if it survives, still be a blue chip. It's a lot harder now to get that attention and that focus and that capital to really, you know, to make it a, a 50 to 100-sol um, project from a, from a three or 5 soul mint. It's a lot harder nowadays. There's so many projects out there that are clamouring for people's money. It's, it's, it's going to be tough.
4: I think it would be better if it was an existing product uh, or an existing project, ideally a one that I have a large bag in. That would be uh, <laughs> by far the best option if we can. Well, open tell, us,
3: tell us your bags, trainer, and we can pop them for you.
4: <laughs> well, I was just listening with, I was kind of chuckling to myself when you're talking about minting and getting a mythic. I think that probably the only time that I've ever had something really nice it was a shadowy super coder. Uh, and everything was great. And then they announced, oh, yeah, we're going to completely redo them and you can buy the traits. So that my mythic now is just, it's the same as everybody else. Oh, went. no. Oh, no. <laughs>
2: didn't we, um, we, we minted a, a Demon Lord or something like that, didn't we? With Rifters. The, um, <sighs> the, the day I did. And then um, there was confusion with the actual JPEG and the um, metadata. And they end up switching it around, so we we ended up with a common.
3: Yeah, that was right. I remember that because mm. they posted a screenshot of it. And then yeah. all of a sudden it changed back. I'm like, WTF? Yeah,
2: ripped off.
0: off. Uh, which is actually probably a good point for Interstellar. Um, you, uh, you're, you're deep into the rifters. Anything you can tell us from what's going on in there?
5: Actually, I have no idea because I wasn't really following rifters <laughs> in the beginning. I... I actually minted it um, quite last minute, decided to mint in the last minute I I wasn't really following because I I mean really I'm not DJ and, and I don't like to just mint and flip because I always, <laughs> I, I don't monitor so closely so I'm really bad at flipping so I that's why I don't, I don't, I don't look at it. I, I, didn't know about the demon lord thing. If we had that, then that would be great.
0: Is, is someone going to win a million dollars still? Is that still, still <laughs> happening?
5: Uh, yeah. As far as I could see, well, what, what happened right now is that they are going to carve out about two hundred and fifty thousand from the prize pool, and bring it forward by having side dungeon events. This means that, um, maybe I don't know how many dungeon events they're going to have. So. What I know is that for each dungeon event, the they would probably like um, give the winner maybe maybe from I don't know how many DAOs, and the winner of from each DAO will be able to share the prize money with the DAO. So it, it would be quite exciting if we could win something from there, because it would be, I don't know. I have no idea on the price money, but it could be a couple of thousands dollars for each dungeon event, which is which is still quite a lot of money. Yeah, so which is why we right now have an incentive for people to keep up to date on the dungeons that are currently existing, which is a, a tree. And... I think they need to be quite advanced in the game in order to participate in the side dungeons. Because it's no point if you are if you are weak in the game and then try to win a dungeon event. Because what I heard is that it's going to be pretty tough with more powerful monsters and probably the boss of the dungeon is going to be quite difficult to defeat. So you need you really need to have some good items um, to be able to boost up your stacks. But it would be quite exciting to see whether, you know, how we fare in the game. And also the yeah,
0: well... PVP
5: is coming up supposedly soon, beginning of April. And that will be really a test for us as compared to the other DAOs. And see whether, um, how strong we are.
0: Uh, well, uh, well good, good luck. You... Um... I'm I'm super impressed. I um that you I I lasted about five minutes and <laughs> um got really confused and, and and lost my patience with it. But um, I'm really I'm really impressed that you've uh, you've been smashing it. I had a I had a um an a unrelated question, but it was just bubbling away. Um, the uh, it's, it's not Rifter's related, but it was I was just thinking about of all the investments that the Dow has made. Um, is there any one of those that, that, that you guys are kind of more bullish on than the others? Uh,
5: for myself, it would be the Sun Invest um, project. Yeah, because I think um, people like to um, invest in something that makes that make money, but of course uh, in the NFT world, people are quite impatient. And in order to make money, you do need to let the system work. And um, then you can see some fruits because, you know, nothing happens overnight, actually, unless you are really very lucky. But I think in real life, we need to have a bit of patience to let it work. The other one, which I am also bullish on, is actually Helios. I think if you look at um, the business model, actually it's very simple. Just make payment, but then the technology behind it probably is is a little bit complicated because if you go cross-chain, even though the product offering are the same, but you need to um, understand the intricacies of the different chains and... Make sure that they work. I mean, I don't know. I don't know much about the different technology, but then I think they did a quite a good job pushing out all the offerings, and now they are already in Polygon and Ethereum.
4: Yeah, I was going to say I think I think Sunvest as well. Uh, I think that's a that's a great opportunity. Uh, I'm actually quite into the Bitcoin mining as well. Uh, if I mean, if it ever starts, <laughs> and if yeah. we can if uh we don't get kicked out of the country. Uh, it's something that I've looked at a lot in the past and I uh, keep thinking about it and keep trying to line it up and I just never pull the trigger uh, and I'm having someone else <laughs> do it and just being able to invest in it. That's uh that's actually pretty attractive to me. Uh, I know how and, much work it is to do it.
2: And, and for the Dow too. And it, and for Sun Invest to actually pick that up and, and make it like a droid fire experience and have it um, as a product on um, droidcapital.net would be very, very cool as well. And, um, yeah, I think it gives mug punters um, like myself a chance to actually get involved in um, Bitcoin mining. Um, um, and I, I actually wouldn't have any idea how to actually do that. Um you know, on my own. Um, so I think that's very cool as well.
1: Yeah, I agree. These uh, yeah. platforms they're making where, you yeah. uh, you know, put soul in and then pull more soul out. <laughs> I'm a simple man. I think they're great. Um, <laughs> or more, put Bitcoin in and pull more out.
0: That system where you put money in and then more comes out sounds like the opposite of my um, normal um, NFT experience. <laughs> but sorry, sorry, carry on. <laughs>
1: I think most people's NFT experience are like that, really.
0: Um, and were you, were you were you talking about um, Cipher? Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, Cipher, and um, even Deep Waters. I like Deep Waters, a fair exchange. You know, um, I like the morals behind it. But yeah, the decentralized exchanges, where um, you know, we've seen what what's happened to all these bad players on backing centralised exchanges, you know, it needs to go back to decentralised somehow. So I think there's a good use case there if they can figure it out. I going? would
3: certainly second Cypher Protocol. I think, um, um, you know, you're right. I mean, a lot of people on Solana relied on FTX for their, um, their, their perps, their perpetual futures, but, um, and that was a big loss to the ecosystem. So Cypher being able to fill that hole, especially as a decentralized exchange now, I think that's critical. And that's that's a key component of, of driving DeFi forward for for Solana. So I, I know with them, the, the, the key focus is on building the liquidity coming into their market. And they, they've had some... Um, Or they're doing, or they're looking at doing deals with some of the biggest market makers globally to really provide liquidity on that market. So that looks really interesting. Look at the performance of GMX on Arbitrum. It's been the best performing, or one of the best performing tokens last year, was going up when everything else was going down. So there's definitely demand from people to trade perps, um, options, and dated futures um, on, on, on their preferred currencies. Um, I'd also look at at EWA as well. The cross chain bridging, they've just done a massive deal with Curve Finance. It's a deal they talked about, but they've actually done it, and that brings a huge amount of liquidity into uh, into EWA. Really cements them as the key bridge for Curve. So that I mean, you, you know, you can rattle off all of these projects that the Droid DAO invested in, and they're all just amazing projects. Um, They've really done a good job on picking them. And and look, at, as a VC investor, you don't expect to get everyone right. You know, the, the hit rate normally is for VC investing is pretty low and thus far, touch wood, um, I think we've done a really, really good job of picking picking some winners there. So, you know, really excited about the prospects. And, and ultimately, that's what Droid uh, Droid Capital was developed for, is this access to... VC investments that we as retail investors would never have had any access to. So it's really good to see that growing.
4: I think it's super interesting how that'll affect the floor price when some of these deals, because at least one of the deals is going to end up being, you know, getting a decent payout, you would imagine, right? So It's interesting to think about how how the Dow will look in the next five years
3: yeah i think I think the plan is to build the treasury up to a substantial number mm. seven or eight digits um you know and resisting calls to make payouts to holders because I personally want to see the treasury significantly larger than what it is today and reinvesting those profits back into other v c deals That's really where the alpha is i think for droid capital
0: okay so so um we get. I think we're getting close to the part of the show where we um we start we start shilling each other um shitty NFTs under ten soul and um and then laugh when they tank a week later. Um, anyone <laughs> got any um any, any projects they think are going to do well slash probably not do well in the next little bit?
1: I got. I got one, mate. I, um, it's actually my first soul NFT. Um, I'm into fitness and lifting weights and um. Uh, has anyone heard of Shredded Eight Gym Club?
0: Yes, indeed. Yep.
1: Yeah. Well, um, they have like a they have really good uh, supplement products, you know. And just by holding the NFT, you get forty percent off, you know. And they have um, have a great community. Uh, I bought mine for a hell of a lot more, but I've, I've made the money back through discounts on supplements. So um, yeah, the great products, great community. And really supportive if you supportive if you're looking to get fit, or or you know need some advice on anything like that. I don't I don't. It's not a project where I hold a heap of them. I only have a couple, but I think it's just a great project. And I think they they've been around since um, January last year. They minted, so they're not going anywhere.
0: Is it, um, is it a Discord full of dudes um, sharing photographs of themselves <laughs> um, with their self-flexing? Well, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. If, if you enjoy that. Okay, okay. It's actually, got, um, it's actually got more females in it than almost any other Discord I mean, So it's got a good, good mixture. But yeah, I do enjoy the dudes.
4: Sorry, um, but- po- posting or just... Uh, <laughs> watching, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, they got a thing called Proof of Gym where they are going to go into the gym on Twitter and all that. I'm not, I'm not the most active in their community, but I, I, I was in their first shred camp, so I got a prize in that. It was, yeah, it was good, good fun.
2: You're on their um, advertising yeah. too, aren't you?
1: Yeah, I'm waiting for royalties. I haven't got any. I'm on. Uh, on advertised on their app and I didn't even know. Um
0: yeah. you still you still you still training Nico? Yeah,
5: yeah, still training. Yeah. We should uh, post a video of you training, Nick.
1: Post a video
0: of me training? Yeah Nick. Post a video of you training.
5: <laughs> <laughs> right now?
0: In the car
4: park. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, is everyone here in micro D, in, my, in uh, micro shares? So micro DCF and projects like that. I'm not. No, me either. So that's. Uh, let me check the FP. It's oh, it's well, ten point zero five, but it's uh, it's been under it. ten. Yeah. So that's a good one. It's basically like a tokenization of uh, DGN Coin flips. So the project owns. I forget how many now. A lot, uh, so it pays revenue every week based on the revenue that they get from the uh, Deejay coin flip. It's pretty good. What,
0: what's what's the payout on on one of those tensor
4: ones? Mm, I don't know. There is a dashboard. Uh Fargu is the guy to ask. He's he's in Droid as well, right? I think he's a whale. Uh, so this is his project but he's there's he's got multiple different uh tokenized fractionalized uh revenue generating projects which are pretty cool well I, a good I, I, i'm gonna check that out
3: are you not concerned that that gambling meta is well overdone you know with soul casino coming out and you know I just I just worry that it's it's uh, there's a lot of DJs on Solana, but there's just as many gambling projects on Solana. It seems. <laughs>
4: uh, that's true. I mean, it's it's been going for a while. This one, uh, I think I have held these since since Mint back in the day. Uh, but yeah, they're it's a reliable project, and it's interesting the way that they're doing it with fractionalizing the bigger project. So, but check it out. I mean you know not financial advice do your own research but certainly check it out it's uh, i think it's pretty interesting
0: i like it and um, how about you fountain what um i'm trying to remember what you uh, what you pitched last time when you were on
2: yeah i, I pitched future traders um and uh, they sort of let's ran... have a look at them let's, let's have a look at what they're doing what are they at now right yeah. <laughs>
3: have
2: a look at where they went though that's that's the more important stat. No, they, you're quite right I, they, they pumped after after you were on I remember yeah um, so I think they ran up to 12 but they're back down to two now um, and I'm actually gonna double down on this one so, you're um, a beast you're an yeah. beast <laughs> I'm a sucker for um this team I just I just like what they build um, and they've Granted, they've realized that NFT options are just really not getting the volume um, that they'd hoped for. And um, they've sort of pivoted now to um, they're going to bring out Soul options and SPL token options. So I'm going to keep following those guys and um, I think they'll bring out something really, really good at some point. Um, Whether it's this or not, not sure, but at two soul, I'm sort of, I'm thinking, yeah, I might, I might grab a couple and, and see how it goes. I like it. It's, uh, that that makes perfect sense to me.
0: Um, and how about you, DGNA? Have you got any uh any uh, anything you're looking at?
3: Yeah, I've got a I got a few things on the go. I guess the one I wanted to highlight was liquidity Pharaohs. So this is a a sort of a sister project of um, Alpha Pharaohs. And um, I got into Alpha Pharaohs on the on the mint at 0.169 soul and they went up to twenty four, and now back down to eight. But you know they have that Tomb Raid app where you can um, pay people to, uh, to, to 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 retweet tweets that you've put out. But liquidity mm-hmm. Pharaohs is is quite simply just a passive income play. Uh, they just have raised. Um, an an amount of sole, I think they minted 6,000 NFTs at three sole each on average. Um, And they're using those funds on AMMs in the marketplaces, Coral Cube they initially went with, then Haiti Swap and now onto Tensor. And they invest, uh, well, they they obviously buy the NFTs that they want to trade in and add the sole into the liquidity pool and, and generate the fees from that. So they're earning between... 0.03 0.03 and 0.06 sole a week on currently a three sole floor price so that's giving you an ROI between 50 and 100% at the moment which is actually when you compare a lot of these other passive income plays is actually makes them recently undervalued um, it's definitely a much more high risk play than Orbital uh, but it is uh, I've got more exposure to Orbital than I have to liquidity pharaohs, but um yeah, I think it's uh it's not well known by the marketplace and it looks undervalued on um, the sort of returns they're getting. So yeah.
0: I love it. It's a good pack too. Um and then I think Inter- Interstellar, what um what, what what have you got for us?
5: I'm actually not looking at anything.
0: <laughs> All right. That may be that mm. do you know what? That's the real alpha. I I'm my last count i think i'm one more droid away from uh from Dino, and then from there 20 more till i can be uh knocking on the door of the the kraken house nice. um, i want to see
2: that, you in there
4: <laughs>
0: for sure uh this has been really great and thank you guys for all your time and for all your alpha and um and for all of you guys i know you're all pretty active um and in the Discord and, and kind of making um, making this community what it is and and such a great place to be for for all of us.
4: That's very heartwarming. Thank you.
0: I know I'm gonna, <laughs> I, prom- I promise I promised myself I wouldn't cry. All right, that was crack and chat. Thank you for joining me, and thanks to my guests, trainer. Interstellar, Fountain, DGNApe, and Nico. What a bunch of legends, each and every one of them. We'll be back next week with more Moonbrain, and for real, for real, I want to talk to all of you guys and girls. I know it sounds kind of cheesy, but I do believe that we, especially me, uh, never stop learning, and together we can all be better Moonbrains or Saturn Rings or floor Bears or whatever we want to be by sharing with each other and growing together. All right, GNGN.